we're back, we're back, we're back. It's Nobody Dances here, live on the Magnificent Mall, with my lovely co-host, Neha. Hello. How are you doing, Neha? I'm good. How are you doing, Quentin? I'm fantastic. We have a very important show tonight, um, and the topic is body image and fashion. Ooh, nice. So we're going to be talking about everything related to Chicago fashion. Today we have Urban Punk in the house. Yeah, you can hear Yeah, hear. Urban Punk. Yep, that's him. We have our lovely, lovely fashion correspondent, Nicole Briggs of Shrink hey, Boutique. <laughs> and uh, we have a DJ who's spinning live right behind me. His name is DJ Demchuk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, but not, you know, of less importance. She's a pretty big deal. We have a really amazing musician by the name of Shishuan. Shishuan? Shishuan? Yang. Shishuan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've been practicing her name all night, but she's lovely. We're going to interview her she's in a little gorgeous. bit. gorgeous. So uh, if you want to jump gorgeous. into the discussion at any point, you can call us at the studio at 312-345-3805. And remember, if there's any information that perhaps you want to get like a link or something like that, check out the blog at www.nobodydanceshere.com. So, to so. jump stop to jump start this party. What are we doing? We're going to talk about Obama winning the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> I I can't get it. He hasn't done anything to win it, but it's apparently because of what he what his plans are and not so much as what he's accomplished. Isn't really? That a little weird. Yeah. I It's just because of his plans. I didn't know you could win a Nobel Peace Prize for just having for, a plan. I know. I'm shocked myself. It didn't make sense. And it's really not a normal way to pick winners. And um, the winners usually have done something in their life to like win it. It's a big title, but I don't know what Obama's done about it. It's just planned so far. Right. So I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm proud of him because, you know, he's a big deal yes. for my generation. Yeah. But on the same note, it's like, okay, he, usually the Nobel Peace Prize is, um, you know, it's, it's a, a, big a lifetime achievement. It it's something that you have to be, like, I don't even know how to say it. You have to have done a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff to be out there to even think about being nominated and I feel like he's so he's still so young in his career so I don't know I, I mean I it's amazing know. but it's just know. for plans I'm I'm not sure talking about not sure what do you think about um, do you know Marge Simpson will be posing for the September issue of Playboy yes that is so <laughs> yes Marge Simpson from um, yes 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 from Simpsons uh, Homer's wife um, Nicole was like, what? Who? Yeah, uh, she's the first cartoon character featured in the magazine cover. And um, they'll have a two-page centerfold with a bio sheet. And it's apparently being done to attract younger generations. Like the younger crowd, like to lure them to start reading Playboy. I don't, I don't and know. I, th- I, I think guess they're doing cute. it to be a collector's item. Yeah, I could see that. That makes it's sense. It's cute, I guess. Yeah. But... I don't know. I guess they're trying to up sales during a back economy. Not as many people are buying porn these days. Do you think a lot of people buy? Like, I don't know if anybody in the audience member would like to answer this or Quentin, you have a 
honest. Point of view. Do you think people still buy the Playboy magazine? I mean, you can get, you can access videos and clips and everything online now. Don't. No, I see people in the audience getting squirmish, but <laughs> I don't know if you want to chime in on that. But uh, if anyone has a comment, you can come up and say something. But or if anybody in the listening right now, three one two three four five three zero five. I really don't understand the point in buying Playboy other than to have fun with it. So he can't um, hear you. You have to come up and say it. We got an audience some, member oh. here. I, I can hear, I can see people buying like Playboy magazine. So maybe in like 50 years, people will buy, you know, this year's issue of Playboy of Marge Simpson. Oh, okay, so as a collector's item. Yeah. Oh, all right. Thank you. But wouldn't it be weird if like somebody had some weird fetish for blue hair that was really tall and they were really hot and bothered by this and they had to buy the issue and hung it up on their wall? All right, all right, all right. (laughs) All right, Quentin. Um, In other Chicago news, (laughs) Little Fockers is uh, filming in Chicago. Um, It's the third installment to Meet the Parents with uh, Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. Apparently Jessica Alba Alba is in the movie and they've been shooting in Grant Park, the Sheridan Red Line stop of all places, and the Hilton Chicago. They were shooting somewhere really close by to downtown on Thursday. And I know because, yeah, my neighbors went to go like meet Ben Stiller and get his autograph and stuff. They were like, you should come. And I was like, no. That's lame. I don't. I'm. I was just like, no, sorry. I feel I like I've reached that. that age where I can't ask for people's autograph anymore. Yeah, like, uh, all right, you're a good actor. Can I have your photograph? Like, what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, after I met Oprah, I was just kind of like, okay, that's a done done. I don't even meet anybody else. <laughs> so. Oh, sorry, Quentin. Sorry, we burned you. Thirty percent of people choose cell phones over sex. Does that mean thirty percent of the people are stupid? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you choose cell phone door sex? I, well, I don't know. Uh, apparently, three out of ten Chicagoans surveyed that they would rather give up sex for a whole year than their mobile phone. Uh, 36% of the women chose their phone, while 15% of the men chose their phone. So women are ready to give up sex more than men. That doesn't really shock Does that me. imply that Chicago women enjoy sex less? I'm guessing, yeah. Damn. Men, do something about it. Yeah. It's time to, like, romance your your ladies, because they would rather talk on their phone than to have bum-bum time with you. Oh, bum-bum. All right, we're getting a little naughtier. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> so, did you know that skinny, ma- uh, skinny models were banned from a top-level fashion show during the Fashion Week in Madrid? No. Yeah, uh, and it's because they want to... Um, Start promoting healthy living and um, models that are not completely anorexic and super skinny so that people stop um, living unhealthy lifestyles. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry, I just got disturbed. Somebody in the chat room who I recognize, but I'm not going to call him out, just said that cell phones definitely get me off. Toss. <laughs> Screen name Tall, Tall Skyscraper. Skyscraper. All right. Your name gives it off, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> but back to the topic. I was a little thrown out. I should stop reading the chat room. But yeah, skinny supermodels, I guess originally the whole concept behind having a skinny supermodel was that it would take less fabric to clothe them. Also because it's easier to um, 
it's easier for patterning uh, a more flatter figure than a whole wholesome figure. Like right. the more curves, the harder it is to design it because you have to be careful about is it going to look too fat? Is it going to make her look too fat? Is it going to look frumpy? Right. But on somebody who's super skinny, they can carry off anything and it looks fine. But I think the whole skinny trend is over. Yeah. I think it's people want curves. People want, you know, something they can hey, hold on Hallie, to. Like Giselle's hot. She's not super skinny. She's hot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So start living healthy. Right. I mean, tired. Or you're going to be banned. Definitely has gained some weight. So. But she's not modeling anymore. Valid point. Yep. Uh, the Hilton has been in headlines recently because uh, this guy named Richard J. Wood walked into the Palmer House Hilton, which is located near State and Monroe, yes. and uh, he tripped over a piece of unintended luggage. He says, it's the duty of the hotel to maintain a clean and safe condition in the walking area. But he tripped and fell and now he's suing. It, it makes no sense. Like, can you not just keep your eyes open and look where you're walking? What have, whatever happened to people being cautious about what they're walking into? Where they're walking? <laughs> I wonder, but my question is, I wonder if he tried to play it off. Like, he tripped over the luggage and then tried to, like, get up really quick like it didn't happen. Oh. People were laughing at him. And he was like, screw this, everyone's laughing, I'm embarrassed. I might as well make some money off of it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know how much money he's going to make off of it. He was probably blinded by all the pink stuff that's at the Palmer Health Center right now. <laughs> hey, it's for the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Really? Yeah, that's well, why everything in the city is pink right now. Right before the show, That's why actually, I'm wearing a pink t-shirt. Actually, no, that's a lie. <laughs> Or actually, before the show, we found out that women could get testicular cancer. Um, why don't you give us some more detail? Because I know you're going to completely mess that guy's story up. So uh, do it. Well, I'll just give you the basics. I don't really remember what he said. He said that he used to work at a hospital. And there was a woman that came in. And her ovarian cancer had traveled further down. And she got diagnosed with testicular cancer. Even though I'm she not sure doesn't have testicles. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know if he was actually being serious or if he misunderstood something. Like, oh no. How can women have testicular cancer? Women don't have testicles. Well, that guy, girl can, that we, was running that race. Women can have ovarian, like an ovary, whatever no. cancer. Maybe she's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> it's possible. It's not. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being serious. Why are you still laughing? <laughs> okay. Oh, stop. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break. I can't believe you're laughing. Because I think that it might just been like a stupid rumor. And it probably isn't true. So, the person that won that marathon from Africa who had to go through those gender tests and found out that she wasn't hermaphrodite. And no, she no, got no, disqualified. no, I'm talking about the testicular cancer. For women. Okay. Yeah. Too many mixed topics. Too All many right. Mixed too topics. many mixed topics. We're going to take a quick break. We want you to stay tuned because we have some amazing interviews. Uh, check out DJ Dim Chuck as he spins on the one and twos. Me a talk out clear now, drop motor down. Some gyal and no man for them stay home alone. Drag in a regular, let out a sound. You know, boring, 
Yeah, when you need to be a slime, y'all don't joke around. Vibrate, panic like a Nokia phone. Cause you're global, far than out of town. Now your body will sexy and not overgrown. Me a talk out, clear, now drop motor down. So we got none, no man, so them stay home alone. Drive, you know, regular, let out a phone. You know, worry, 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 worry. Bring it up, panic, man. 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 Bring it up, panic, Crazy. Yeah. It's gone crazy, people. We can't we can't control the madness. Alright, you can call us on 312-345-3805. And you're listening to the lovely and gorgeous Clinton. And the even more beautiful Neha. <laughs> Alright. You have an ego, Neha. But anyway. What? Uh yeah, I said it. On air. I called you out. But whatever. Uh, on the dance floor, we got some funny things that have been happening around Chicago. So Let's get this party started. This guy named Roosevelt G. Patterson. Yeah. He threatened his estranged girlfriend to get her to drive him home after he was arrested for showing up at her house. So he pointed a gun at her and demanded that he get in the trunk and she sneak him, you know, to where he needed to go, his destination. Well, she got hip to the game and drove him to the Gary police station. Ooh, smart girl. Yeah. Happened in Gary? I'm not surprised. Gary, Indiana? Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, what do you know about Gary, Indiana? It's shady. I know that for sure. I know it has the highest unemployment rate. Wow, Neha. I'm just saying that. I actually don't know. Has it even been a year since you've lived in America? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. So you don't like Gary, Indiana already. Have you been there before? I passed it. I did. I passed it from my way to uh, Michigan and... It was shady. Like I had to roll my windows up because all these, yeah, because all these weird men would just start like screaming, saying, "Hey, mama, look here! I got some junk. You want to come? You want to come in my trunk?" And they, I don't know what they were saying. It was some really weird ass stuff, but that town freaked me out. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, maybe you like maybe you'd like Naperville better. <laughs> uh, no. Is that because of the homeless men that are being uh, taken yeah, out? Yeah, the city council voted 6-1 to one to pass a new law that bans sleeping, camping, and storing personal property on the streets and sidewalks of downtown Naperville. Uh, <laughs> a guy named Scott Huber, who is a homeless man, calls his post-it site his protest site. Uh, he has a little tent and set up with clever. a generator and a laptop from which he blogs. That's pretty so, smart. He's a homeless that. dude that blogs from his cardboard box it's smart like i've got to give him that like i mean he won't leave because now he's just made that into his protest site so i don't know that's weird 
Yeah. Yeah. So, did, oh, in Tinley Park, <laughs> a gunman robbed a boy of five dollars. All right, that was just ridiculous. A white male in black clothing and a black ski mask robbed a twelve-year-old boy on school property at gunpoint for his five-dollar lunch money. What, what did what did he expect out of um, getting from a twelve-year-old boy, like? I, sharpeners, erasers. No, I'm guessing the boy had it out in the open and he wanted it, so he took it. It was just stupid. It's a 12 year old boy. Well, you know, if you want money and you see somebody with money, it's like taking candy from a baby. Except instead of candy, it's a $5 bill, y'all. A yeah, with, with a gun to his head. If it gets the job done. All right, you approve of it? I don't, so. I don't approve of it. I don't. <laughs> why are you putting me out there like that? Because you said I had E on air. Have to do the same. Okay, Snap. that's fine. <laughs> eye for an eye, we live us both blind, Neha. Huh? All right, all right. Hey, we live as blindless people. <laughs> Critical mass protest in Chicago. This monthly event that allows 3,000 bikers to ride through Chicago streets while running lights and blocking traffic with a police escort. My question is <laughs> if this is causing chaos in Chicago, why do they get a police escort? Uh, because it's causing chaos. Right. And people are really upset about it, and they're saying that this is causing a hostile hijacking of the road. That's why the cops. <laughs> I don't and know what to say. The bike riders. Uh, they said that the bike riders have all of a sudden become militant and aggressive towards the drivers. So they're like, I guess they're commanding the streets. That is so weird. What? Sorry. Yeah. The <laughs> I feel sorry for the people, and I feel sorry for the bike riders, and I don't feel sorry for the cops. Well, the cops are just doing their job. Yeah. I mean, so that's I think I the cops them, are getting paid a salary, so, so it's part of their hourly thing. All right. So. All right. Talk all about right. um, like an annual hourly whatever tangent of <laughs> going off. Uh, did you know the Chicago Marathon is coming up? Yeah, I was supposed to run that bad boy. But why aren't you? Well, it started in January with the training, and I tried to run 10 miles, and then I realized that my body wasn't designed to do that, so I said, F this, and I want to go get ice cream, so. All right. Fair enough. Don't judge me, Neha. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, I'm not a big marathon runner myself. I hope I do someday, but um, at the moment, I'm not physically um, capable of. Yeah. Um, it's going to shut down part of Chicago. It's 26.2 yes, it miles, is. for those of you who didn't know. But it goes through 29 Chicago neighborhoods. Um, so for those of you who like to sleep in on Sundays, I would highly suggest. It's actually fun watching it. I did it's last year. It's not fun when you've been drinking all Saturday night and you go to bed at 4 a.m. And then all of a sudden you hear people screaming outside of your window. 80s music blasting. Like 80s music that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, because you weren't born then, but... I was born in 85. So was I. Hey. Oh, that makes us soulmates, Neha. I'm glad we learned this about each other. <laughs> All right. No, I actually enjoyed watching it because they were like 70-year-old people running, and it sort of just made me ashamed of myself. And I was just like, shit. Like, I'm not running it, and they're like 70, 80-year-old people running it. They're like people who couldn't even walk, and they're just like slowly on their little crutches and their walking sticks trying to run yeah i was ashamed of myself that day i don't know i i'm kind of obsessed with it um i want to be able to say that i did a marathon 
but I would really like to be able to say that I won the marathon. Okay. I just overachieving. Is that no, I don't think it's overachieving. I just think that it's really weird that people fly in from all over the world to run the Chicago Marathon and then they end up winning. Like, I want to know when the last time an American won the Chicago Marathon. Um, I don't know. It's as much about winning as much as it is about team spirit. No, I'm going to, you know, I think it's a really competitive thing because it's a race. People forget that it's a race. No, but it's also for fun and enjoyment. No, it's about the glory and and the fame. (sighs) Kenyatta is telling us to wrap it up so we can't argue about this anymore. All right. But uh, let's take another short break. Sounds good. You know, if you want to dance, we're going to let them dance. Um, Coming up next is Shishwan Young, who is a violinist, and we're going to interview her about her work. uh, And we're going to actually let you listen to a uh, a sample of her music that yes. she was so kind to bring in it's so it's amazing music this is so stay tuned Shishwin. and this is string quartet number two third movement by composer philip glass This is Nobody Dances Here, and we are back with the lovely Shishwin. Yes, and that's whose song you were listening to, so welcome, yeah. Shishwin. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. 
Uh uh. Nuh uh. Uh uh. All right, try it now. Hello. Hey. A little, maybe a lot closer. Yeah. So, no, no, it's looking. Yeah, really close. I can hear. Yep, yeah. I can hear you. Oh, there you go. There's there. There so. it is. All right. <laughs> we always have mic troubles on this show, but it's okay <laughs> because you're alive and you're here with us. How are you doing? Great. How's everybody doing? Glad <laughs> Great. to be here. Thanks for having your music. Great. Thank you. So, uh, I just wanted to uh, give people a little introduction about you. So sure. you've been. You began playing the violin at age four in Taiwan, mm -hmm. and you also played the piano, electric violin. Okinawan, Sanjin, strange Japanese instrument, and, and the, the Erhu, the Chinese <laughs> fiddle. Very oh, nice, wow. very good. Nice. That's <laughs> that really was a good cool. Twister, but that was amazing. Thank you. All right, um, and you play contemporary, classical, experimental, world, electro. Wow, the list goes on. You just play all kinds of music, don't I'm you? I'm kind of all over the place. So that's what we call the music whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We did not say that. Kidding. You heard that from <laughs> right. our own mouth. <laughs> all right. There's a lot of us So, <laughs> So what is your favorite uh, thing to play? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, I, it depends on the mood, you know, where I am in, in, in life. And, and I love playing all kinds of music at a certain time and I couldn't tell you which one's my favorite. So how did you like how did you just get into music? How did you start playing music? Well my mother's a musician. Oh, so wow. you know, it's kind of a stereotype typical Asian thing that you start learning and but I just kinda stumbled through and I auditioned and I, I always kinda just got into places and and then it became my my love when wow. I was probably around ten. Wow. That's so when you start practicing on your own before your mom has like nag you down and practice. But you didn't have like stage parents that like forced you to spend hours practicing even though you wanted to go outside and play? Yes, that's before 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it did happen. So it did, did happen, happen for a little bit. Soon to be parents, yes. that's how you trick your kids into being right. geniuses. <laughs> you force them up until the age of 10 and you trick them into wanting to continue. I think right? maybe some kids are more, you know, um, they, they start earlier practice on their own. And for me, it was probably around 10 that I remember. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and now it's been, yeah, it's, I haven't, I couldn't remember a time without violin. <laughs> like the, probably the longest time I don't have my violin with me, it's probably a, a month. Oh, wow. My life since I was four. Just a month? Yeah. I'm saying just a month? <laughs> just. Wow. So how, how was your transition from moving to Taiwan to Chicago and how did you choose to come here? Well, it's sort of uh, a family decision that I, uh, my grandparents used to live here. I have a few families here, but uh, right now everybody all left, you know, moved back to Taiwan, San Francisco. I have a lot of family in Australia, Japan, and so I'm actually the only one left here right now. So, yeah. And people always ask me why, what, what kept me here. It's so cold here, but I would say it's for people. And, and, uh, so you like the Chicago people? I love it. Yay! Oh, wow. I have one person cool. in my favor. <laughs> I love Chicago people. No, you don't. I do. You hate them. No, so. I, I've been here for a really long time, so I'm just ready to move, I guess. So you say you love playing the violin. Um, what exactly are your... Okay, what's going to be your favorite instrument, and what kind of music has to be your favorite instrument to play and listen? To listen? Yes. 
I love listening to. You mean, do you have, does it have to be an instrument or it could be any anything? I love to listen to everything from you know hip hop to to country to classical to electronics to traditional Chinese music and world music. And like I said, it depends on on your mood and on your where where you are and what are you surrounded by. And I can tell you what my favorite is, but I, I do love playing playing uh, improv. Improvisation. Oh, I do love do you ever get into like music battles? Yes. You do. So like you're on your violin and you're like, and then your opponent's like, uh, uh, no, you didn't. Yes, definitely. You're like, and then you slap her. No, usually I will use my my bow as a sword. Oh, she's funny. I like her. I put a blade at the end of it, but like, I like that in prison. Not literally. It's uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I was joking too. No, you weren't. Okay. <laughs> we know you well enough by now. Self-defense is not a crime. So, <laughs> what is your favorite country to perform in? What's my favorite country? Oh God. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough <laughs> question. Ooh. My favorite country. <laughs> we <got it> <laughs> And by favorite, I mean the greatest country on the planet. And this country is really awesome. And all the other countries are just like hell. I think it all depends on the people. It has nothing to do with what country, where where you are. And oh, okay. But so far, where <laughs> have you liked playing question? the most? That's a trick that was a good here. answer. That was a trick question. But I'm question. still going to ask you, where have you liked playing the most? Uh, what, it could be a city. It could be a country. I love Mexico. Oh, all right. I uh, love going back to Taiwan all the time, and uh, Mexico is one of my favorite places to play because people are so enthusiastic and so passionate. You can just see it from. I I, I love it when when audience react to what you play right away instead of because I usually play in a lot of concert halls, opera houses, and people are always re really respectful, which I like. But sometimes you you know audience inspires you at the moment as well. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. What do you want? Okay, so you're a musician now, but where do you see yourself in the future? Like, what are your goals with this career? Well, I would say my greatest accomplishment right now is it's being a bridge to connect people in culture and lives. Um, and I would love to continue to inspire people through my music, through my performances, and just to grow as a musician, as an artist, and a person. Good. And um, what do you... What uh, what uh, type of advice would you give for someone that's starting off in the music business? Well, I would say do what you love and don't give up. It's not easy, you know. It it takes talent and, and luck. I would say timing. It's 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 very very important. But my only advice is don't give up. Right. Believe in yourself. Don't Believe give in up. yourself. Believe in yourself. Do what you love and just keep going. Right. Regardless, you know, playing music is not being famous. It's not your goal. You, you don't want to, you know, it's, it's all about passion and love. Spread your, your love and passion. All right. So our show topic, we're talking about body image. And this will probably relate more to a singer. But I'm curious to know, as somebody that performs on a stage, mm -hmm. do you ever have issues, like, you know, in terms of, like, how you, like, fit into your, you know... Ensemble well, pieces or whatever. Do you have to think about that? No, I'm pretty free, like in terms of you know, 
dressing or playing. I just do. I I like improvise. I like to do whatever I like. And unfortunately, a lot of times when I play, I have to wear all black. Right. And that's like you know good because you don't have to think twice. Right. People don't usually judge you. They think you're you know, elegant and sophisticated, which is fine. But I I encourage people to wear whatever they wear because I think it's music. It's not about image. It's not about what you see. It's about what you hear. Okay. Wow. Very thoughtful. It's very deep. Yeah. So. Is there any uh, like upcoming things that you're gonna do that people can attend? Well, um, I think you can check out www.chamberblues.com or uh, Um I'm currently in three different groups right now, and um, there's all sorts of upcoming concerts on on the websites, and you can check out. And, and um, let's see. I think we're going to India next year. Oh. Going to Florida in January. <laughs> escape the cold. Um, Lucky you. So I, you know, it's 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 great. It's been great being in Chicago and connecting with people. That's cool. I do have a quick question for you sure. though. So you're in three groups. Did you have to audition for those groups? Yes, I do. What did you have to do for the audition? Well, I would say just be yourself. Really? Yes. So it's not really. But believe, you know, definitely you have to, you know have your chops when you play and be confident believing yourself but most of the time just be genuine and be true so would you say that they're looking for personality over your music you know, or some, something i learned that you know once you're out of school it's not about how you how good you are anymore i mean it definitely plays a big role in your career but i would say how you interact with people how you treat people it's more important than anything else Words wow. live by. Yeah, I mean, wow, that was pretty. All right, so rule number one: do not bother about the body image. It's your talent. Rule number two: suck it up and be a good personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, thank you so thank much you. for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, people, if you have any more doubts and any more information that you're seeking for, please um, blog us, check out our website, and we have more information on her. So right. And again, uh, those websites that she mentioned, we're going to have them linked up on the blog. So make sure you check those out. And uh, can we get a round of applause for Shishwin? By the way, she is yeah. drop dead gorgeous. She I is. didn't want to say that with her on the mic. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was really close She's and I didn't want to think it was her no, skin on her. and her hair and her clothes. Just flawless. <laughs> like, of course, she doesn't have any issues with body image. She's gorgeous. All right, so we're going to take another quick breaky break. Do not move because yes. DJ Dimchuk is just turning this into a party over here. Uh, we have the owners of Urban Funk. Excuse me, Urban Punk. I thought there was an H right there for some reason. I apologize. Urban Punk, Fred and Fallon Jones, and also Nicole Briggs is around the corner. So do not leave. Yep. Stay, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
gostosa que eu te quero é agora Vem, vem, minha gostosa que eu te quero é agora Vem, vem, minha gostosa que eu te quero é agora Vem, minha gostosa que eu te quero é agora Wow, I didn't know you can get your leg up that high, Neha. Jeez. Uh-uh. Where'd you learn how to do that? Last anyway. night. Oh, <laughs> you just told her yourself. Uh, this is Nobody Dances Here, the radio show based on the blog at NobodyDancesHere.com. We're live in the studio on the Magnificent Mile. So, yep. Michigan us, Avenue. And today we are talking about body image. Body image. Um, All right. How do you feel about your body, Neha? Um, my body's a wonderland. <laughs> I had to. Come on. That song your is so crappy. Your body's all wonderland. That song is then so the crappy. Then the economy must have hit it bad. Ooh. All right. No, I'm kidding. Um, snap. I'm fine with my body image. How's your body image? I don't. I, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. That's awesome. I really do. Really? And it's all by accident. Because thankfully, I work at a gym and all of my coworkers are getting the flu. So they're calling off work sick. So because my schedule is so flexible, people are calling in like, Quentin, can you come in and teach this fitness class? Quentin, can you do this? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I need the money, so I'll do it. So I've had days where I'm waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to teach a 6 a.m. spin class, a 7 a.m. kickboxing class, then a 9 a.m. another kickboxing class, then like a 10 p.m. Flight class. Then I have to teach my regular three classes each night. So like my arms are like super bendy, and my nice. when I'm kicking, like I have to be careful that my knee doesn't hit my forehead. And I'm just like, man, I could really do some damage on the streets of Chicago. Like I want to be a villain. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm scared if you know. Yeah, I mean some people like if they get superhuman powers, they think, oh, you know, I'll just be a superhero. A superhero, you know, I'll help a woman cross the street. Like, no, like what if I pushed a woman into the street and then took her five dollar bill? Oh my God, you're turning like that evil man who wanted to rob. Yeah, he really did inspire me. Oh, you're so messed up. But so, anyway, yeah. Oh, so I, I don't think I told you. So I. I haven't been working out, and I'm openly admitting it since like two months now. All right. 
And is this I, turning into the Tyra show? No, no, no. I'm like really proud. It's body image. I'm telling you something I'm proud of. Okay. So You're proud I, of not working out. No. Hold on. Let me continue the story. Uh, okay. So I started working out two weeks back and my... When it's, I don't know if I should be saying this out a lot, but Just my weight, but big fucking deal. I don't care. Oh, oops. <laughs> big effing deal. I don't care. <laughs> oops. We can say fuck. If you want to say fuck, say fuck. It's uh, answer to radio. Deal. I don't care. But anyway, um... So my weight went from 123 to 112 in two weeks, and I'm pretty proud of myself. What did you do? Just went back to the gym. Really? Really? You were really lazy to gain. How, how much weight is that? 13 pounds? Yeah. Damn. I know, right? What do you do at the gym? Um, I do cardio, and I do weights. Um, I, I don't know. I love the weight, so that's pretty much what keeps me going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much weight? What's the maximum amount of weight you can? 50. 15 or 50? 50. Five zero. Wow. Oh, uh-oh. And she's dancing as she does Hold on, this. hold on, hold Despite on. Despite the name feel, of the show gotta being gotta, Okay, I'm going to touch feel, your bicep. You gotta... Oh, wow, Neha. Your bicep is really plump. It's... You mean it's muscled up? Yeah, I mean, that's what I meant. It's like uh, a Tyson chicken breast. (laughs) What? (laughs) So. All right, moving on. The conception of people's uh, body image is really been distorted by pop culture, and we want to talk about that today. So if you want to chime in at any point, we keep shooting out this number, but people aren't calling. So to entice you. Yeah, we're gonna select one of the callers who calls in today for a VIP package. Ooh. Ooh, I know, indeed. So, if you call in to the show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, all you have to do is call in. Call in. So, people call in to the show, for? and you have to give us something juicy to talk about in regards to body image. All right, and, and what, the what the did show, they win? Uh, you're going to win a VIP package to uh, Club Risque, uh, Risque Cafe, I believe, on Monday night, this upcoming Monday night. You and your entourage, It doesn't. I was told that the minimum was five people. You have to have at least five people in your entourage. If you don't have five people in your entourage, it's not an entourage. It's so a family. So a minimum of five people. Right. Wow. So uh, you and your entourage, drinks all night, and VIP service. What? Your drinks are covered. Can I call in? No. Damn it. You're not. Kenyatta doesn't like it when we play with our phones on air. Damn it. So. All right, people, in. what are you waiting for? Call so in. So call in. You're the phone number is 312-345-3805. As long as you give do, us something meaty. Give us something juicy to talk about. You win that VIP package. All right. So moving on. Uh, magazines, models, reality TV shows, celebrities. People see things that are not real but they want it for themselves and the plastic industry business is booming because of it yeah and people don't realize that it's plastic like that's all fake and that's their job like they don't have a nine to five or nine to eight job like you do that's their job to look pretty right like a lot of people look at Heidi Klum and they're like she lost all of the baby weight in like three days and you know I want to lose the weight too when I get pregnant blah 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 and I'm like you realize that she's a model and she has to, like that's her income that's, that's her, her livelihood yeah, so- and she has to slim down so she can fit back into lingerie so she's doing shady stuff to do it so and instead of looking at like celebrities in uh, pop media to see what I don't know to see what the right size is to see what all right size zero size two just be happy with who you are and instead of whining look at yourself and work towards it 
Do you agree? Yes, I do Thank agree. You. So just work towards it. If you think you need to go to the gym, start going to the gym. If you think you need to go, I don't know, um, do some wa water sports, do it. I don't know what you, whatever you want to do. I don't know why that came <laughs> in my head. <laughs> water sports, okay. Oh. Whatever it is that you want to do, do it and be happy with who you are. Because if you're good inside, you'll look good outside. Also, I want to add to that since our we have a very fashion-heavy show today, but wearing clothes that fit will change your life. And it's I think true. A lot of people have misconceptions of what looks good on them. I'm not gonna call anybody out, but I have a friend who's a little plus size, and she insists on wearing baggy, straight leg dress pants that go from her waist down to the floor to the point where they we got a call we got a call hold I'll on i'll finish that story in a second we got a caller hello all right you're on live nobody dances here hi my name is kim and i had a comment about body image oh kim where are you calling from my home. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to tell me where you live. That's fine. Uh, so what, what? What? What do you have to say? I think those models are too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather see plus size models? Yeah, I think they're gorgeous. You nice. uh, name one plus size model that you think is gorgeous. I don't know their name. Really? <laughs> name one skinny model that you think is gorgeous. <gasps> me? Oh. So you're skinny? What? what? Wait, wait, huh? wait. Quinton just asked, name one skinny model that you think is gorgeous. I don't think they're gorgeous. I think they look like skeletons. You think they look like skeletons, so you wouldn't yeah, want to kidding. have, you know, relations with a skeleton, I guess. No, I would be scared. Like, if I was a guy, I would be scared that's break them. <laughs> if you were a guy, So you think scared. they look like <laughs> ugly Barbie dolls? Uh, Barbie dolls are a little stupid, but they're not that bad. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for contributing to the discussion. All right. Thank you so much. You still didn't give us anything meaty, so you don't get the prize, but thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Neha, you can't just disqualify people like that. Of this is a wait to the end of the show. No. She didn't give us anything meaty. I disqualify her on the spot. All right. It's Neha's show, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. Back to my... Uh, <laughs> My weird friend, uh, like these. Huh? Did you just call me weird? No. Oh, oh. Are you gonna hit me? I really got scared for a second because I really thought that you were gonna break me in half. I was. Lauren taught me a move and I wasn't gonna try it on you. Yeah, Lauren told us this weird story about how when she was eight and she almost killed her younger cousin. cousin because she attempted to snap his head off. Yeah. After watching cool an Ordner yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yes. So. People watch your kids. Please, yeah. Don't let them grow up to be like Lauren. Right. But uh <laughs> Lauren, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> My friend has like a straight leg and you know they waist to the floor. She wears high heels with them, which I don't even see the point because she's like swimming in them. And she she thinks that's what she should be wearing. But I'm like, why don't you wear you like have the shape to wear leggings and stuff like that? Like give this very gorgeous full body shape, but she doesn't want to show it off. Like you can't let your insecurities get the best of you when you're trying to dress yourself and if you're really concerned about how you look you should look to other people who know what they're talking about to give you advice and be willing to take it that's true start listening start noticing yeah if you don't get hip to the uh, plan you're just gonna be stuck in a rut right but yeah you just have to love yourself and uh, not let people judge you or or not 
get it to your head that people are judging you because of your looks. And a quick tip, if you really want to feel better about yourself, just look at the tabloid pictures with the celebrities that doesn't have makeup. Oh yeah, they're so ugly. Yeah, those, I love it when they have like, this is what they look like without makeup. They're just like us. I'm like, I'm not like that, but whatever. <laughs> I know, I'm pretty on that. Thanks though. Right, but it's all makeup. It's all airbrushing. It's all Photoshop, Photoshop, Photoshop. Yeah, so, Photoshop. yeah. Let let clothing get the best of you and not the worst. Look at those magazines with the uh, hideous photographs of them um, looking as normal or as unnormal as us. And um, don't wear horizontal stripes if you think you're that fat. <laughs> Thank you, Neha. Uh, so we're going to take another break. Uh, we're going to have uh, the founders, husband and wife. Man, that's Ooh. sexy. I know you guys are married. Red and Fallon Jones. Sexy. Uh, from Urban Punk Clo- Clothing. and um, We have a call. Hold man, on. I was trying to take a break, but we have to take this call. One second. All right. You're on Nobody Dances here. Mass, who's calling? Uh, I'm the radio. Oh, hey. is this tall skyscraper? Oh, okay, cool. What, what, what's your comment, sir? Well, my comment is about all the TV shows that kind of glorify being big, that everyone, you know, watches and we feel good about ourselves because we watch these shows like Dance Your Ass Off or, right. you know, Biggest Loser and we watch it with our friends. And then we kind of feel good about ourselves on the inside because we're not that big. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it's just glorified on television now to kind of be obese, you know, watch TLC and watch these surgeries where people, you know, get the fat taken out or different things. And so I just think that, I don't know, you know, I think we've become kind of sensationalized with overweight people. Damn, that's deep. I think he might have won. Let's let's wait to the end of the show to decide. I think you know you are a contender. You're right. a contender, definitely. Yeah. But uh, he is on the money there by saying that we do sensationalize oh, the idea of you know the overweight yeah. person overcoming this battle yeah, with their was, weight. That's true. Like we're fascinated about. It. Like that's one of the main reasons why I'm obsessed with Monique because I'm like exactly. Monique is so big and she dances so much. <laughs> she lost weight for a new show that's on BET right now. She did? I didn't know she lost weight. She lost some weight. She said it was time for her to get healthy. She thought about it. Because all the time she was just saying, you know, love me. I'm a big girl. But she never said, be healthy and you're big. All right. right. But the- now she's saying, I'm a big girl and I'm healthy. Uh, Mr. Tall Skyscraper, I have a question for you. Yeah. What are your... <laughs> <laughs> do you have body image issues? You know, um, sometimes I do. I mean, when you, you look at all the men who making on the videos or who on TV look at real world you have never seen a fat man on real world if you can't take your shirt off you will not be on you know some of those reality TV shows mm. what if I want to be on I Love New York 13 I can't be on that because I don't have a six pack <laughs> well you might have you know a six pack of beer on you you know <laughs> <laughs> hey nobody said we don't like Homer <laughs> he should be on the cover of Playgirl Homer Simpson he should. Yeah. I mean, Marge could be on the cover. Yeah, he be on the cover. But Marge's body is banging. Come on. We're talking about cartoons here, she's people. Had let's three not forget kids that. And she, people, like, come, on. come on. Let's not forget that we're talking about cartoons. Have let's you not seen get gross. Her? Oh, oh, she has God. boobs. It was a trending topic on Twitter the other day, so obviously it's hot news. Yeah, it is hot news. <laughs> Neha is not on Twitter because she doesn't believe in it. But I was just going to say Twitter that fans. I think that Monique and a lot of celebrities purposely stay big so that they that's like their niche. 
So they could be like, oh, that's that black girl. I mean, no, I didn't. That didn't come off right. <laughs> so they could say, oh, that's that big girl from that show. I know her. I'll think you funny. later on for Jenny Craig. Come on. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Christy Alley. Yep. But Christy, she like lost the weight and then she gained it back and then she lost it again. Yeah. So. Next thing she's going to be on Celebrity Fit Club Part 13. I mean, is this the cycle? Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. Well, thank you, Tall Skyscraper. We've yes, enjoyed your you. comments in the chat room. I enjoyed you guys' show tonight. Keep uh, it going. Oh, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Well, You're definitely right. a contender. Oh, with Jay, I lost five pounds. Said, just cut him off. Oh, sorry. Sorry. sorry I don't. Uh, yeah. I yeah, he was just saying, have a good show, I guess. But I sort of, yeah. But yes, thank you so much for calling. You were wonderful. Yes, awesome. All right. So we're going to take a very quick break. Do not leave because we have the. Amazing. Husband and wife duo of Fred Urban Punk Jones. Clothing. And they're coming on and they're going to talk about what they've been up to in Chicago and how they feel about the issue at hand. All right, then. Keep listening. It's okay, it's okay now. We're back. <laughs> We're back and you're listening to Nobody Dances Here. Yes. And joining us at the clubhouse today is the founders of Urban Punk Clothing. So we have Fred and Fallon Jones. Fallon is such a pretty name. You have to turn your mic on. It is on. You gotta oh. speak up. You okay. Gotta speak up. Um, my grandmother actually came up with that name. She used to watch a lot of Dynasty 
My middle name is actually Alexier. So she didn't like the lady named Alexis that was on the show, but she loved that name. So she kind of, you know, changed it up a little bit. She remixed it. A little bit flavor. (laughs) Nice. That's a little flavor. And and Fred is a good name, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love your glasses, by the way. They are so hot. Appreciate it. They are. My middle name is James. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll make sure we give you some compliments now and then. Don't worry, don't don't feel left out. <laughs> All right, to give you a little information, um, the line premiered and is currently sold at Leaders thirteen fifty four are not on six seventy two North Wells. And Quentin, you want to give me some information? No, should I? Right. All right. You look mad, but whatever. Um, their clothing company focuses on avenues of positive expression as opposed to violence. Wow. How did you guys think of being so positive? Um, well, we are parents. We have two children, so... Um, oh, they're so cute. I bet they're like the cutest kids in Chicago. They are. Y'all can check them out on our blog as well as Aww. our Facebook. Oh, uh, let's That's trade cute. links. Let's trade links. Let's trade links. <laughs> Networking, people. Networking. <laughs> of course, of course, all the time. Um... But we have two small children, and of course we have to think of what's best for them. First and foremost, we run our business. Yes, we are adults, and our our clothing is focused for the the adults out right. there. It's not a lot out there as far as boutique wear, street wear, uh, for the adult men, adult women, family life, and you know things of that sort as far as the whole package. So what's the age range that you're targeting towards? Well, actually, we we like to keep it completely open. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's just our target. We want you know everyone to be interested in urban punk. We're actually expanding from just a men's line right now. We're currently men's, uh, but that's to build a strong name behind it as we are doing. And in 2010, we are presenting the women's line, and 2011, we're presenting the children's line. So wow, I can't like wait for I'm really excited for the I'm kids' line. I'm excited for it. You're not, you're not even. <laughs> the kids are gonna be badass. I don't, I don't even have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> you you could buy some. You could buy clothing for your nephews, and nieces, nieces, nephews. I will. I know you know kids. I have so have many I'm sure you little know cousins, but like here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it'd be just like if you look at, at our men's designs right now, everything would be pretty much centered around that general idea, the, the bluntness. It, it pretty much speaks for itself. It, the name is Urban Punk, and that's exactly what we married together, the urban side and the punk side, so that it's it's the, the get-fresh attitude of the urban lifestyle, but also that blunt, outspoken, outspoken straightforward attitude of punk. So, and are awesome. you wearing everything from your line? Um, no, actually, right now it's just the top. So, let me see this it. Is, uh, Ooh. This is the. the that is the, pretty cool. The red light special keyhole. It's a duo shirt. Um, this one actually has a, another shirt that goes to it, which is a little boy looking into a peephole, Ooh. saying, "Oh shit." <laughs> and, and my this life one, story <laughs> he's looking in the peephole and he sees this girl who's half naked getting ready to get on the toilet and she sees him <laughs> and says you fucking punk so we actually have two so have color like, coordinated 
Dude, so what? It's like a storyline. Everything like is. Everything has to it's, make sense. What I like Everything about has your sense. line is that I have to look at it. Like I have to stare exactly. at it. It's like exactly. there's a storyline. It's color. It's theory. And there's it's got a some thesis written. statement. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's exactly what our focus is when it comes to us designing. We want every single piece to be recognized. We don't want you to walk down the street with something that just has the typical on it everything is different everything if is you guys action. ever need i'm sorry you start laughing but i'm officially a fan of urban if you guys ever out. need fred just showed us his t-shirt and it was amazing oh he has a t-shirt underneath this awesome hoodie with an old woman in her 80s with a middle finger up we also have another one that's also a duo shirt it's a it young cute. boy cute with his middle i finger love it it's hilarious so. but if you guys ever need like um a model for your lookbooks Oh well, actually we have a uh, let's throw that out contest. There. Ooh, let's <laughs> discuss that. That <laughs> we are actually presenting now. We haven't put it on Facebook or anything yet, but we are doing a calendar. Uh, the shoot is for the weekend of November 13th, and more than likely it'll be a two-day thing. But we are scouting models. Um, well, not necessarily models. We love raw talent. We don't like anything to look staged and posy posy. You know. Um, it's for those who are trying to get their name out there for whatever their business is. They could have, you know, their own little clothing line or uh, have jewelry or whatever. Right, or they could have, you know, like a radio show that exactly. listen to exactly. overseas, like exactly. Australia, or Poland, you know. Indian, you know, but perhaps his name is Quentin. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just throwing, I'm, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. I mean, if Obama can win the Nobel Peace Prize, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, all right, Quentin. All right, so did you guys have, have a background? <laughs> did you guys have a background in clothing, or how um, did you guys come up about it? Um, actually, we didn't have it pre-existing, like you know, schooling or anything like that. No professional background in it. We just dress ourselves, and we've always been on that polar opposite end of our friends and family, and pretty much anyone else that we're around, because we're not around a lot of people who have the pre-thought mind that we have, that, that preset thought of, you know, just be you, do you, and don't go along with the trends. That's what we've been told by a lot of people. We're not trendy, but that's intentional. So um, we don't go along with trends at all. We are not fans of what is in. We like to stand out. So, so it's more about like the style. Else, Sorry. It's more about the style. It's about the it's the lifestyle. It's the it's the subculture. We don't look at urban punk as just clothing. It's our state of mind put onto clothing. This is our outward expression and we're trying to make money off of it because so, we have kids in the future to make that to think paper, of, so. make that dollar. That's exactly <laughs> make them holla. So do you guys design um, or do you have designers under you? How does it work? Um, we actually look for new talent on a daily basis. You know, we, we find people, well, people find us actually um, and let us know, okay, well, I, I am trying to, you know, get my name out there as far as designing or, you know, get experience with this or even with some, pre, you know, people who already have an established, you know, reputation for designing. We're always looking for new talent. So we just, we come up with concepts and we give that to the designer who we feel fits that best. You know that we know who you know can deliver it. Now, do you guys? Is this uh, your main gig, or do you guys do other stuff to support it? Um, 
Well, my main gig is life. Yeah. <laughs> I am meaning as in in life, I've chose to be a wife, a mother. You know, I was born a woman, so <laughs> I have all those things that is is my main gig. But Fred's right. laughing his ass off. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I was. Gig. I love being a woman completely. You know, if if you can see me on a daily basis, you would know that. So, right. <laughs> but. It's just, you know, you, everyone has their role, and my role in life is doing those things mainly, but we want to be successful. So we have to find our niche, and this is what we like. So our kids Friend. Like it. You gotta speak up. Hold on. What do you love about fashion? What makes you say, I love fashion? Because not a lot of guys say that. I think it was. Uh, it was destined for us to be different. You know, I was always been different as a kid, the way I dress, even now as a, the way I dress. I'm a big guy, but I like wearing fitted clothes that fit me. It mm-hmm. makes me feel good. You look good in it. You know, thank yeah, you. Yeah, they fit you really well. And so that's that's one thing I love about the fact, you know, about fashion. You be yourself. You right. I think there's something interesting about um, this sort of rule that black men shouldn't wear fitted clothing like if you wear fitted clothing that automatically makes you gay or there's something wrong with you or you're carlton from right uh, right yeah so like what do you like what what do you think like do you think that with your clothing line you want to try to break that stigma yeah definitely because i mean like i said i'm a big guy and you know at first i used to dress with the baggy with the baggy clothes and everything but uh, my wife, she hit me like, you know, you should go into more of the fitted look, and you know, it'll be great. So I was like, <laughs> and I he knows you, what's good so. for him, so right. right. I guess I, I'll try it, but it made me feel good. Right. You know, you know I she used to go being to the a store. Woman. I used to go to the store buy four or five X T-shirts. Now I'm buying two X T-shirts. Whoa. Three X T-shirts. Like my members only jacket. A three X. I wasn't even gonna buy one until I seen the three X way in the back. Complimentary right. from uh, Rackstock. Yes. Oh, Rackstock. They do have three X's, yes. So, does your clothing line, does it carry the four and five and six and seven XLs? No, only reason it doesn't is because it costs way more money for those sizes. Right. We do plan on doing plus sizes. We plan on changing the world with right. <laughs> punk, pretty much. Right. But we do plan on doing that um, in the future after, you know, it's a different market. And in the boutique world, it's not a lot of, you know, larger sizes but we do plan on having urban punk change a, a lot of things in the boutique world so wow urban punk is the beginning so there's, there's your eyewear it's amazing could you tell <laughs> could you just talk about it for a second like urban guys, outfitters really urban outfitters so they're not prescription oh, his. no right. um actually mine will be in in a couple weeks so. okay so you're gonna get the lenses replaced yes and then yours are already prescription. oh you have 2020 <laughs> he doesn't either he's, he's wearing them for fashion yeah that's so like, cool I don't so care. how hot. how do you feel about kanye west he is a Chicagoan and he's off into the fashion scene. Do you pay attention to what he does or he's just like a separate thought? A Absolutely. Second, you know? um, maybe not to the extent that everyone else does. You know, a lot of people have the need to cause, atten- cause attention to themselves a lot. And his need for it is because he is a celebrity. Right. Good 
good attention and bad attention is still attention. So right. um, I don't. I'm not one who's big with as far as judging people's characteristics and you know who they are is who they feel that it's necessary for them to be. If it's negative, that's between them and their God, and who I am is between me and mine. So I really don't pay attention to all those types of things. But as far as the fashion goes, he's a beast with it. So he's of course I have to. Pay what did you to think it. of his prototype for the Louis Vuitton shoe? Um, I think Kanye West um, has a big brain, and it shows in everything that he does. So I don't know how that would be perceived, but it's that's that's just my thought. He has, on a, big he has a big brain, and he has a lot that he wants to get. I know if I had the ability to design a shoe, I don't know what the freak I would put on a Louis Vuitton shoe. I really don't, but I know my heart and soul would pour out onto that shoe. You know, <laughs> and it will probably have all of my heart and soul all over it, and it'll we, probably look a hot mess. But at least I can say I have Louis Vuitton. We have our uh, fashion, <laughs> our fashion correspondent Nicole Briggs here. Uh, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I was a Louis Vuitton fan pre Kanye. I have Louis Vuitton sneakers from 1997, and they're dope <laughs> <laughs> because Kanye had nothing to do with them. Um, I, I think that. Uh, it's so easy when you become a celebrity since they drive sales, they sell magazines, you know, and everybody, designers want a piece of that action. It's about the money. That's who drives sales. Was the design on the shoe phenomenal? Absolutely not. There are so many designers out there who that is where their brain is designing shoes. Right. And he has not been thinking about the design of shoes his entire life, like designers who come here and spend six figures on our education at SAIC, thinking about, you know, sneaker concept designs. So do you and there's think more he, to stuff than just like, oh, all right, let me put this let together. Let me put this Velcro on here. Yeah. It's just but a shoe more with Velcro. To it. You gotta be able to wear it. It has to suit your leg. What? And a the shoe cost, can give you a back no way. problem. Like, it can do so much. You have to think about everything. Do you guys think that he took opportunities away from other people yes. by doing that internship? No, he didn't take it, but Louis Vuitton yeah. definitely yeah. gave it. And you know, you know, Mr. Arnaud, who is head of LVMH, he knows exactly what he's doing. Hennessy, you know, if you go into certain neighborhoods, you will see those Hennessy billboards. You ain't gonna see them in the Gold Coast, but you're gonna see them in another neighborhood. I mean, he knows how to make his money. They they own so many lines. Stella McCartney. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. None of those lines are independent. So it's just one big company. When you buy Louis, you buy Stella McCartney, you buy Moet, you buy Dom Perignon. You're giving your money to the same exact company. What's more what? amusing to me is yeah. Sorry to break that to you. What's more amusing to me is that at the end of the day, they just want a celebrity for the name of it. Like a celebrity is coming and designing our line. Like so many people are doing it and it shocks me. I'm just like, quit it. Like their job is to act or sing. Let them do that. Please, <laughs> we're here. We're studying for a reason. I mean, but you, you have to think of it on and well for me that's that's just my my delivery on on things i don't look at it as okay well he doesn't design or you know that's not his profession it wasn't my profession to design clothes i didn't go to school for it or anything but i know if i went and applied for certain things i wouldn't get it because i don't have that background so you have to forge your own no you what know I'm what i'm saying about if, celebrities if, i mean yeah if 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 the opportunity came to me to go design something and i'm gonna make this amount of money heck yes 
I'm going. I don't care if I don't have the background. I it's a, it's a recession. You know, <laughs> it's a recession. For maybe not for Kanye. That's gonna be. But I know for my own, for my own, you know, I'm, I wouldn't turn that opportunity down. In the same hand, if I was a celebrity and I can do so many positive things, I would definitely do those things and give back to the community 100 as I do now. And I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? But um, for them that you know, like rappers that that decide they want to play a sport or or ball players who decide they want to rap. It's like it doesn't go together, but they make money off Shaquille, of it. Oh, no. Shaquille, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shaquille, you owe me $7.99, buddy. <laughs> he's, that was your he's, fault. But he's, nobody he's, else. He's so one of my baby Shazam. daddies. So it doesn't matter what he does. I, I love Shaquille. He's His biological didn't awesome. bother. Because biological didn't bother. Oh, my gosh. All right. We digress. We digress. But it is okay because we're a talk show that's not, you know, owned by Harpo. Um, So, wait, we're going to take a break. You notice we're going to take a break. So, we're going to take a brief break. Uh, Stay tuned because Nicole is here. And Urban Punk is here. And Quinta's here. And DJ Dimchuk is here. Yes. And our producer, Kenyatta, is here. And... Audience members are here. So and Neha is here. <laughs> all right, so we're all here. Let's stay tuned. Keep listening. <laughs> we'll be back. Start dancing. Right. <laughs> All right, you're back. Nope. I don't know what. 
it okay. makes sense. But anyway, you're listening to Nobody Dances here, and we've got our beautiful guests. So let's keep the conversation rolling. All right. So Nicole Briggs. Yes, sir. <laughs> owner of the Shrink Boutique is here, and we're we're talking about body image today, right? Yeah, I like the images I see today. Like Urban Punk is looking so good. Yes, I want to be Urban Punk. Yeah. Thank you. So I get Punk that leaders thirteen fifty four six seventy two North Wales and fourteen hundred North Wales. Gotta love Vic. Oh my god. Gotta love Vic. The fashion king. I want to steal Fred sweatshirt. All right, <laughs> we can discuss about your it's little fight going on outside. Nicole, I have a question for you. Let them continue fighting. Already, <laughs> how was up, ladies? How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Had a chai latte. I'm good. Nice. I had my coffee, so I'm a little nice and alert. But all right, I had a question. What kind of jeans would you recommend for different body types? Like, give me the body type and then give me the jeans. Okay, um, well, we'll start petite? from short. Yeah, yes. we'll start petite. Petite, let's start with petite skinny. Petite skinny, take advantage of the skinny. And you and only you can continue this low rise phase because it suits your body. Because most petite women are short and the low rise skinny thing suits your, your, your body type. It just does. All right, what about petite curvy? Petite curvy, um, I say, you know what? What looks really good is that flare. I know everyone's doing skinny, but I say don't be afraid to other jean styles. Is you're allowed to wear other jean so styles. You think I should switch to flare? You're not that curvy. You're still petite. <laughs> Boom! I always thought I was petite curvy. No, you're not petite Damn curvy. It. Oh. No, you're like a. I know. Yeah, you're like uh, 34, 24, 32. Oh, I wish. Something like that. Stick to stick to skinny like what you're wearing today. Or slim. Skinny, skinny, there's like, that's like a legging. Slim. I like Keep it slim. I like this. What about guys? Let's switch it. Switch it up to guys. Yeah, I'm talking about men. What about guys? (laughs) Muscular guys with. Muscular guys with butts, they have a hard time because... Don't wear the mom jeans. They don't... Right. They don't know what to do a lot of times. Now, don't go skinny. Don't go baggy. Just go straight leg. Just go straight leg. And you might have to go up a little bit of a size at the top to accommodate that butt. But just get a belt. Get a proper belt. The reason why I brought that up was because I went jean shopping with Natalie. And yes, you have a butt. I've seen it. Yeah. Everyone makes comments it's about a good, it. It's a good butt, though. No, it's... Dick. Hey, it's anti-gravity. I like Everybody it. Everybody like, ah, oh, you have a butt. Can I touch it? Uh, like, no, leave me alone. But I have the hardest time shopping for pants because it fits here, but it doesn't fit here and all this other stuff. So I bought these pair with Natalie. Very good. So far, I like them. They're straight legs. You have a butt, too, Fred? You wait. You have a, Wait, what? What is going on? I'm so confused. I'm not sure. Okay, There's so, some chaos in uh, the studio. Neha just got up and ran. Uh, Fred. I'm listening. Okay, so when I said I was sharing my story about having a butt, you kind of said something. What did you say? No, I thought you asked me did I have a butt. Oh. I, I don't know. I I, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying is, that is I, I had to go up a size of my waist, and I had to make sure that they were straight leg, but I didn't want them to be too baggy, so... 
I had to a get little up, bag, a little sag. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, especially if you're trying to have these jeans do a lot for you. Like you want to do your after five networking events. You want to go out. You want to do all that stuff. All right. Not too tight. Good. Not too baggy. Just in the middle. Quentin just made a really raunchy comment. I'm just pointing out something to Canada that she already knows about herself. All right. We're talking about body image. I just wanted so to So you're making her. it more conscious. Yes. Nice. Nice job. So I'll let her know. All right. What about, um, all right. What about jeans for apple shaped figures? Or jeans for apple? Sorry. The pear apple shaped bottom figures. Jeans, no, the, the boots with the pear. Pear shape. Hold on. Fur. I said it the other way. Hush. Pear Balls shape. Pear shape. I mean, they're making jeans for that woman now. All right. So, you know, I was. So just look out for the pear shaped styles. Yeah, there are pear shaped styles now. Right. Um, but I don't think that women that size should necessarily go so skinny and so tight. Like, also, like a little, like a little bit of a straight or a flare looks really good on a woman with curves. It looks so clean, so slick, you know, it's timeless, you know, like just go what looks good on your body and there's so many jean types now that are making it to accommodate a woman who's curvy at the top and not at the bottom and vice versa so what about women who are plus size like they have curves but their butts are convex you mean going in yes they, have like a hard they time don't shopping. have a butt they have hips though they have hips, yes. but they don't have butts. I have friends they like don't, that. They don't have the butt to fill off their pants. I feel like... Like, you look at them like, oh, you're filling out everything. They turn around, and it's like, why is it so baggy right here? Yeah. All this just, fabric. Just the ass. You just have to make sure there's a lot of little stretch in there, because if it's a stretchy jean, then it's going to cling, and it's going to cling to whatever it is that you have back there, <laughs> including the size. Oh, I'm going to hang on. <laughs> whatever, whatever is there, it's going to cling. That's when the spandex comes into play. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so since this is fall and we're going to hit winter soon, I need to ask you, what about boots for different body types and do boots for men work and how do they work? So, you know, what I really love on men in the winter is like a boot that does like is right above the ankle, almost like a Timberland. Just go get a pair of Timberland boots or those boat looking boots also like columbia used to make them they're kind of rubber on the bottom like they call them duckies sometimes or little duck rubber boots those are hot now they're making them with a little plaid on them that's so you know kind of like i said like the mountain man a little bit a little bit of mountain man like gosh where is that in the winter fred do you own a pair of boots yeah. I can't hear you oh see that's what i'm talking about fred I'm a, knows what nice. i'm afraid to wear up. timberlands don't be afraid you should wear timberlands i i'm telling you someone i saw someone today in timberlands and he had a blazer on and it, it looked hot were they light tan timberlands yes See, I don't know if I can get And it, it looks like you just got to work, or you just work. But then at the same time, you can have like a very casual chic top going on. Okay. Right. Go get them. I'm telling you, the Timberlands is where it's at this year. Where it's at. All not right. just for the thugs anymore. It's not like that. It ain't 1993. It's, it's chic now. <laughs> 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 I remember when the song Make Them Say Uh came out. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Flashbacks. Yeah, Percy. Oh, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like, what are they talking about? I don't know. Who's Percy? It's okay. You'll be okay. That's okay. I'm it's not for you. Than this crap. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so we have that down. What that about. That was linking to me. 
I'm no. gonna beat you up. All Actually, right. no, not at all. All right. Not at all. All right. Not. So, <laughs> tops. <laughs> tops. Getting the bra that fits, making sure your man boobs don't stick out of things. Like, We're how do you do? We're talking about man boobs. We're talking about men and women with their tops. Okay. I just want to transition. Women are constantly wearing the wrong size bra. Everybody knows there's been shows about it on Oprah, etc. Just go and um, get a proper fitting, and it doesn't have to be Victoria's Secret. I'll even go to a, like a smaller boutique, something like like Under Things or G Boutique, where they can spend a lot of one-on-one time with you. They're gonna talk to you about your breasts and your size and all that, and buy a couple of bras, you know. And <laughs> just because, and if your breasts are big, I'm sorry, you might have to wear an unattractive bra to keep those things in check. I'm sorry, <laughs> your breasts are big. And you might not be able to get a sexy bra. I'm sorry. Sexy bra can only go up to a certain amount. If you're double G, F, once you start getting into the alphabet, you got to you gotta take that stuff down. I'm sorry. It doesn't, because if your breasts are too big, it's very easy to look trashy because yeah. people view big breasts as pornish or, you know, it's a very thin line there. So you got to keep your, Especially if they're fake. your breasts in check. Right. What about men? <laughs> Who are not as in tip top kids because I've seen guys wear fitted shirts. They're really tight. And then man off, their man out. loves oh. are just their no, man loves they are can't just hanging do that. out. Just hanging out. I've yeah, seen that man tip. Fred, Fred tell us. Whatever they want to wear. Uh, I like boobs, that. I ain't got man boobs. I like that in you. But I'll tell you though, DX, you can stop you can A stop smoking weed because that gives you man boobs. So if Ooh. you are into pot, eventually you're gonna get mammary glands. <laughs> say it. I know. I know you, you want to say. say. Uh, it's true. It's true. It's controversial too. But okay. But, <laughs> outside, but, but outside of the I pot, can, I can uh, contest to uh, not all weed smokers have. <laughs> just, just to let y'all know. Uh, uh, I just I need to them. say that I, I do not them. condone the use of marijuana before I get fired. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll stop talking about Oh my god. We'll stop we talking had a discussion about, about this before. We'll stop talking like, about marijuana. Ah, no. But just you know what? You need an undershirt. Sometimes you might need two undershirts. Just you you need to wear an undershirt if you're undershirt. Make it work. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. If you have man boobs, yeah, please do something about it. It's dependent on the person though. I mean, and do I your I mean do your push ups. Come on. You I do push ups. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who had to have his man boobs surgically removed, oh, no. but they wouldn't give him the surgery unless he promised to go on a diet. Oh, he did not go God. on a diet and <laughs> grew back. <laughs> uh, he still has them. I love America. And you know, men with man boobs, they gotta be careful because you, you can get man breast cancer. Right. It's breast cancer yeah. awareness month. Be true. careful. That's true. Even those without boobs can. Right. I had a breast cancer scare. Quentin, tell us about your breast cancer well, scare. Well, I thought I had a lot. <laughs> went you know to a doctor's office. They picked and prodded and took In a circular of it. motion. Yeah. Oh. My mom was laughing the entire time. But still. <laughs> I did not need the I visual. I didn't know. I didn't know. They said, if you were showering, I was like, oh my God. No. Oh, Nicole, no. I'm like 17 years old. Going through a lifetime television made for women moment. I, I, I share my stories. 
Uh, no, yeah. just you know, <laughs> get, just get a start with the undershirt. Move on to the push-ups. Move Thank on to you. the push-ups. Push-ups, <laughs> bench press. Otherwise, um, chest flies. Embrace your boobs. Embrace them. Otherwise, yeah. embrace them. And women love those push-ups. Bras, bras, yeah, we're talking about women. So bras. women push up bras, men push ups the exercise. Yes, exactly. I like it. Push ups for everybody. <laughs> and after you're done with all that, you can go to your local local grocery store and get the push up pops. You remember those? Fred Friendstone. Uh, Have you had one? They're really good. No, I'm from India. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and you're also lactose intolerant, so yeah. you wouldn't be able to have one anyway. Oh, yeah. Those ah. have, I don't know how those have no I don't them. know what they are. They're dairy. They, they have sherbet kind yeah. also. Oh. Yeah. Kids like those. They have the sherbet kind. See? I'm not making this up, people. I had a childhood in America. <laughs> yes, you did. You yeah. remember it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you keep reminding us of it, even though we don't want to know about it. I will kick your chair. <laughs> All right. So let's take a quick break. And uh, you're listening to Nobody Dances here. And let's thank Nicole. All right, all right. Let's Woo! thank Fallon and Fred from Urban Park. And don't turn the dial. If you want to know more information about this awesome music that has been playing, uh, we're going to interview DJ Dimchuk when we get back. All right? All right. All right. Keep listening. Nobody dances here. Now, this interview is going to be really interesting because I don't... For those of you who are not uh, listening to the show live uh, and looking at the webcam feed that we have in uh, the chat room, 
DJ Dimchuk has been literally spinning vinyl records. This guy's not on a laptop. He's not on an iPod. He's just been spinning two uh, discs at the same time and then fading in and out and doing all this other collaborative stuff that I, I don't even have the knowledge of, really. I just discovered what a DJ was like not too long ago. So, <laughs> DJ Dimchuk. Hello have a seat. And have a welcome. seat. Have a seat. You're, you're a guest. Uh, it's uh, kind of a rarity to be able to sit back down after doing a gig like this so fast, you know? Thank you so that was much. Amazing. Intense. I wish we had. You've been on your feet the entire while. Wow. <laughs> on his feet spinning. We've been broadcasting it live via uh, satellite feed. That makes it sound real fancy, but <laughs> I'm at a really expensive school, people. So deal with it. So tell us, where do you, first and foremost, where do you DJ? Uh, well, I've got a couple gigs right now. Uh, every Tuesday, I DJ at Liars Club for a night called Modern Love. Uh, it's been going on for about a year and a half, but uh, it actually had—it's the rebirth of it. It was the second time it had been started. Uh, also, I do a monthly at Lava with a couple other DJs: uh, British Knights, Eric Labrat, and Mikata, who does Five Point Chicago. Uh, we all do a night called End of the World Dance Party, which is in conjunction with Novum Studios, their clothing label, Novum. Uh, that they do at Lava once a month, Hot Wax. We just celebrated their two-year anniversary. Uh, oh. The upcoming one is on the 15th. Um, tonight, I'm DJing a house party after I leave here. So. <laughs> awesome. Nice. So, uh, you... Circuit bending, what is that? Uh, well, circuit bending is a side project that I have. I've been doing that for a couple years also. Um, I actually uh, subbed for one of the classes at school, the Art Institute of Chicago here. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, one of the teachers that teaches a course on circuit bending, I came in with uh, the guy that taught me how to do it, Patrick McCarthy, and we just kind of did a guest lecture while he was out of town. And uh, it's it's a real interesting experimental art form. You kind of just take children's toys and you you open them up and cross some wires and some circuits, add a couple buttons and switches, and they make a whole new different kind of sound that wasn't even programmed into it to begin with. Oh wow, sounds like so. That. How did you get into circuit bending? Uh, Oh, wait, caller. I Hold forgot on. we had that contest and we have one more caller. One second, I'm sorry. That's... Alright, nobody dances here. You're hey, on the radio. On? Yes. Hey, Quinn, this is Nate. Hey, Nate. Uh, just wanted to let you know, um, it's around the shots and around the drinks for the friends. The winner drinks for y'all. Just uh, the winner. Uh, <laughs> not, not everybody. Not everybody. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, people. I'm well. like, yikes. <laughs> 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 All right. But well, yeah, um, basically, the winner would uh, be the person that drinks free all night. Their entourage would have a round of drinks and a round of shots on us. So, I mean, that's still two rounds of drinks, but not like all of them. That's just for one. That's the one person deal. Right. All right. Thank well, you. Well, so I much. almost put you out of business. I apologize for that. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know. I just wanted to clarify. I just got on Facebook, and so I'm like, oh, wow, he's really, whoa, hey, maybe I should make a call. All right. right. Thank you so much for clarifying. <laughs> well, you heard it. Uh, thank you. Uh, so you heard it here first from uh, <laughs> the club promoter's mouth. The contest is for the winner to have drinks all night. The entourage gets their first drink and the first round of shots free. Yeah, so that's yes. two rounds of shots free for the entourage, and uh, basically the winner gets to go home smashed. Right. So back to <laughs> back to our wonderful DJ. How did you get into circuit bending? Uh, well, I actually used to do radio for WZRD Chicago. It's a 88.3 FM based out of uh, Northeastern Illinois University. 
And at the time, I was uh, the producer of the weekly show Thursday Night Live. And one of the groups that was sent my way was called uh, the Rubber Monkey Puppet Company, uh, which was actually two members at the time. It was Patrick McCarthy and Tom Stevenson. Uh, and they had a whole array of just, you know, any, any, basically it's anything electronic, not just children's toys. It could be old keyboards, you know, like Casios, uh, no-name ones that they sell at, you know, convenience stores, Kmarts. Uh, pads for people that are um, uh, that can't talk they have already phrases put in there you know there's anything that makes a sound you can bend it and alter the sound effects so they were teaching a month uh, a monthly class at the Peter Jones gallery which just closed for business unfortunately and uh, it was a once a month so I, I went ahead and showed up and just got really into it and uh, after just making a bunch of stuff I kind of joined up in a music group with them uh, played a lot of shows. Uh, since then though it's kind of taken a, a backseat to the DJing, um, too many gigs, but I still do some circuit bending workshops and in stores for uh, Sam Ash Music. Um, over the course of time too I've done a couple gigs at Chicago's Museum of Contemporary Art. I did one of the works in progress and I also taught uh, a Saturday course on it that was just a brief one-off. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, you know, it was parents and kids. I've done stuff out of state. Uh, actually, when I was in Minneapolis teaching at their uh, Museum of Contemporary Art, it was mainly children and their parents that were there learning how to do it. So I was really surprised and happy to turn on a whole other generation to that art form as well. Wow, that sounds interesting. And that's so time... Um, I don't want to say time consuming, but you have so much in your hands. Like, <laughs> wow, that's a lot of gigs. Yeah, yeah. So I know that Friday... November 6th is going to be a very happening night. What's going on? Uh, well, at the Congress Theater, uh, I'll be uh, DJing with a couple other locals opening for uh, Basement Jacks, Ooh. Mastercraft, and Mode Selector. Um, it's going to be an amazing, huge show. Uh, even for November 6th, I think it's going to be guaranteed to be probably the best show of the year that we've seen. Uh, Basement Jacks will be doing a DJ set there. They won't be performing live, but... It's a rarity at that to see them around. Uh, Mastercraft are an amazing duo of DJs. Uh, really inspired me into playing a lot more electro years ago as well. I um, love electro now. Yeah. Recently. I think I got you hooked onto it. A little bit. Come on. I think you are responsible more for turning me into alcoholic, though. <laughs> okay. You and my roommate. Well, there'll be plenty to drink. <laughs> Oops, I guess. There'll, be, uh, there'll definitely be plenty to drink and party up at the event. Uh, where they'll have us uh, local DJs set up is right inside the lobby when you walk into the Congress Theater, uh, which is elegant and beautiful. The place has been open for you know probably you know close to 100 years now almost. So you Jesus. think of the, the old architecture that's Since in there. Since the slave days. <laughs> I, I went there for um, <laughs> infected mushrooms and ATV ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway. Yeehaw. Well... <laughs> Anyway, yeah. All right. So thank you for an amazing show. I think this is, this is history making for us. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like I said, you can check out more of my music online. I've got some downloads at soundcloud.com slash DJ dash Demchuk. All right. Uh, you can also check out uh, interview right now that's active on uh, Novum's website, Novum Life, uh, it's, uh, novumlife.com. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff out there. Check it out. All right. Little awesome. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Entered into our last call segment. Uh, so far, we only have one contender for this VIP package that we just uh, got corrected about. Uh, so 
we need to announce the winner. Yeah. So this is your last chance to call in. 312-345-3805. We've already gone over our allotted time at the studio, sadly enough. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go through these quick announcements. And if you call me in the middle of the announcements, you might have a chance to win. If not, the show ends. And I think we're going to give it to um, Free, tall, tall, skyscraper tall Skyscraper from the chat room. Yep. All right. So if you like Shishwin, uh, you want the musician we had earlier today, the Shishwin violinist. Yang. Her contact info is shishwinyang at gmail.com. Uh, go to the website if you need that spelling. I'm not going to sit here and spell all that stuff for you guys. Uh, Urban Punk. They're on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Urban Punk. If you want to get in contact with Fallon of Urban Punk, it's FallonCloakJones at yahoo.com. And uh, DJ Dimchuk at yahoo.com for the DJ we've had. And his MySpace page is www.myspace.com slash Sounds happy. And of course, shrinkboutique.com or Nicole at shrinkboutique.com for more information about Nicole Briggs and her wonderful boutique that has been changing Chicago. So, yeah, I think um, we did not get interrupted at all tonight. So, our contender, um, Tall Skyscraper, you're the winner. I I believe his name is Donald Coleman. If I am if correct, we're not so we will get in contact with you, Donald, and let to uh, give you the package gift, um, the correction because I made a big mistake. <laughs> Donald is going to drink for free all night, and his friends will get their first round of shots for free. First round of drinks and first round of shots, yes. so you so, get two rounds for free. So and enjoy Do- the offer, Donald. Make sure you've been paying attention to the show. Listen to it multiple times. Make sure you do not look busted when you walk up into the place. This is a very fancy place. All right. Yeah, you got to look fancy. So congratulations, yeah, and, and as always, weekend. yeah, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy, enjoy the Chicago Marathon. We love everybody. And have fun and have a good night. Yeah, Neha, you're sexy. You. So are you. Oh. On that note, we take off. Thank you. <laughs> you keep trying to end the show. <laughs> <laughs>